Welcome to LDS Gospel Podcast, Sound Access to the Spirit. This episode from the LDS Sunday School Gospel Doctrine Course, Doctrine and Covenants in Church History Class Member Study Guide, is Lesson 24, Be Not Deceived, But Continue in Steadfastness. Reading from the Study Guide. During the early years of the church, some members allowed themselves to be deceived by Satan, which led to their apostasy or rebellion against God. As members of the church today, we must be faithful and watchful. What are some of the ways in which Satan tries to deceive us and lead us into apostasy? What can we do to keep ourselves from being deceived and led into apostasy? During the early years of the church, many people claimed to receive revelations to guide the church or correct the prophet Joseph Smith. As we read from the reading assignment, the scripture passages, ponder this question. What did the Lord reveal in response to these claims? And also, What do these verses in these passages teach about how we can discern the things of God from the things of Satan? This episode's first scripture passage is from Doctrine and Covenants, section 26. This section's heading reads, Revelation given to Joseph Smith the prophet, Oliver Cowdery, and John Whitmer at Harmony, Pennsylvania, July 1830. Though less than four months had elapsed since the church was organized, persecution had become intense, and the leaders had to seek safety in partial seclusion. This is one of three revelations that were given at this time to strengthen, encourage, and instruct them. Beginning with verse one of section 26. Behold, I say unto you that you shall let your time be devoted to the study of the scriptures and to preaching and to confirming the church at Colesville and to performing your labors on land, such as is required until after you shall go to the west to hold the next conference. And then it shall be made known what you shall do. And all things shall be done by common consent in the church by much prayer and faith, for all things you shall receive by faith. Amen. The next scripture passage is Doctrine and Covenants section 28 in its entirety. Reading from that section's heading, it's a revelation given through Joseph Smith the prophet to Oliver Cowdery at Fayette, New York, September 1830. Hiram Page, a member of the church, had a certain stone and professed to be receiving revelation by its aid concerning the upbuilding of Zion and the order of the church. Several members had been deceived by these claims and even Oliver Cowdery was wrongly influenced thereby. Just prior to an appointed conference, the prophet inquired earnestly of the Lord concerning the matter And this revelation followed. Behold, I say unto thee, Oliver, 
that it shall be given unto thee that thou shalt be heard by the church in all things whatsoever thou shalt teach them by the Comforter concerning the revelations and commandments which I have given. But behold, verily, verily, I say unto thee, No one shall be appointed to receive commandments and revelations in this church excepting my servant, Joseph Smith, Jr., for he receiveth them, even as Moses. And thou shalt be obedient unto the things which I shall give unto him, even as Aaron, to declare faithfully the commandments and the revelations with power and authority unto the church. And if thou art led at any time by the Comforter to speak or teach, or at all times by the way of the commandment unto the church, thou mayest do it. But thou shalt not write by way of commandment, but by wisdom. And thou shalt not command him who is at thy head, and at the head of the church. For I have given him the keys of the mysteries, and the revelations which are sealed, until I shall appoint unto them another in his stead. And now, behold, I say unto you, that you shall go into the Lamanites and preach my gospel unto them. And inasmuch as they receive thy teachings, thou shalt cause my church to be established among them. And thou shalt have revelations, but write them not by way of commandment. And now, behold, I say unto you, that it is not revealed, and no man knoweth where the city Zion shall be built, but it shall be given hereafter. Behold, I say unto you, that it shall be on the borders by the Lamanites. Thou shalt not leave this place until after the conference, and my servant Joseph shall be appointed to preside over the conference by the voice of it, and what he saith to thee thou shalt tell. And again, thou shalt take thy brother Hiram Page between him and thee alone, and tell him that those things which he hath written from that stone are not of me, and that Satan deceiveth him. For behold, these things have not been appointed unto him, neither shall anything be appointed unto any of this church contrary to the church covenants. For all things must be done in order, and by common consent in the church, by the prayer of faith. And thou shalt assist to settle all these things according to the covenants of the church, before thou shalt take thy journey among the Lamanites. And it shall be given thee from the time thou shalt go until the time thou shalt return, what thou shalt do. And thou must open thy mouth at all times, declaring my gospel with the sound of rejoicing. Amen. It's the end of section 28. Now reading Doctrine and Covenants section 43, verses 1 through 7. O hearken ye elders of my church, and give ear to the words which I shall speak unto you. For behold, verily, verily, I say unto you, that ye have received a commandment for a law unto my church, through him whom I have appointed unto you to receive commandments and revelations from my hand. And this ye shall know assuredly, that there is none other appointed unto you to receive commandments and revelations until he be taken, if he abide in me. 
But verily, verily, I say unto you, that none else shall be appointed unto this gift except it be through him. For if it be taken from him, he shall not have power except to appoint another in his stead. And this shall be a law unto you, that you receive not the teachings of any that shall come before you as revelations or commandments. And this I give unto you, that you may not be deceived, that you may know they are not of me. For verily I say unto you, that he that is ordained of me shall come in at the gate and be ordained, as I have told you before, to teach those revelations which you have received and shall receive through him whom I have appointed. As the end of section 43, verses 1 through 7. Now on to section 50, which heading reads, says a revelation given through Joseph Smith the prophet at Kirtland, Ohio, May 9, 1831. Joseph Smith's history states that some of the elders did not understand the manifestations of different spirits abroad in the earth, and that this revelation was given in response to his special inquiry on the matter. So-called spiritual phenomena were not uncommon among the members, some of whom claimed to be receiving visions and revelations. Starting in verse 1. Hearken, O ye elders of my church, and give ear to the voice of the living God and attend to the words of wisdom which shall be given unto you, according as ye have asked and are agreed as touching the church, and the spirits which have gone abroad in the earth. Behold, verily I say unto you, that there are many spirits which are false spirits, which have gone forth in the earth, deceiving the world. And also Satan has sought to deceive you, that he might overthrow you, Behold, I, the Lord, have looked upon you, and have seen abominations in the church that profess my name. But blessed are they who are faithful and endure, whether in life or in death, for they shall inherit eternal life. But woe unto them that are deceivers and hypocrites, for thus saith the Lord, I will bring them to judgment. Behold, verily I say unto you, there are hypocrites among you who have deceived some, which is given the adversary power, but behold, such shall be reclaimed. But the hypocrites shall be detected and shall be cut off either in life or in death, even as I will. And woe unto them who are cut off from my church, for the same are overcome of the world. Wherefore, let every man beware, lest he do that which is not in truth, but righteousness before me. And now come, saith the Lord by the Spirit, unto the elders of his church, and let us reason together, that ye may understand. Let us reason, even as a man reasoneth one with another face to face. Now, when a man reasoneth, he is understood of man, because he reasoneth as a man. Even so will I, the Lord, reason with you, that you may understand. Wherefore, I, the Lord, ask you this question. Unto what 
were ye ordained, to preach my gospel by the Spirit, even the Comforter which was sent forth to teach the truth. And then received ye spirits which ye could not understand, and received them to be of God, and in this are ye justified? Behold, ye shall answer this question yourselves. Nevertheless, I will be merciful unto you. He that is weak among you hereafter shall be made strong. Verily I say unto you, He that is ordained of me and sent forth to preach the word of truth by the Comforter in the Spirit of truth, doth he preach it by the Spirit of truth or some other way? If it be by some other way, it is not of God. And again, he that receiveth the word of truth, doth he receive it by the spirit of truth or some other way? If it be some other way, it is not of God. Therefore, why is it that ye cannot understand and know that he that receiveth the word by the spirit of truth receive it as it is preached by the spirit of truth? Wherefore, he that preacheth and he that receiveth understand one another, and both are edified and rejoice together. And that which doth not edify is not of God, and is darkness. That which is of God is light, and he that receiveth light, and continueth in God, receiveth more light, and that light groweth brighter and brighter until the perfect day. And again, verily I say unto you, and I say it that you may know the truth, that you may chase darkness from among you. He that is ordained of God and sent forth, the same is appointed to be the greatest, notwithstanding he is the least and the servant of all. Wherefore, he is possessor of all things, for all things are subject unto him, both in heaven and on the earth. The life and the light, the spirit and the power, sent forth by the will of the Father through Jesus Christ, his Son. But no man is possessor of all things, except he be purified and cleansed from all sin. And if ye are purified and cleansed from all sin, ye shall ask whatsoever you will in the name of Jesus, and it shall be done. But know this, it shall be given you what you shall ask. And as ye are appointed to the head, the Spirit shall be subject unto you. Wherefore it shall come to pass that if you behold a Spirit manifested that you cannot understand, and you receive not that Spirit, ye shall ask of the Father in the name of Jesus. And if he give not unto you that Spirit, then you may know that it is not of God. And it shall be given unto you power over that Spirit, and you shall proclaim against that Spirit with a loud voice that it is not of God not with railing accusation that ye be not overcome, neither with boasting nor rejoicing, lest you be seized therewith. He that receiveth of God, let him account it of God, 
and let him rejoice that he is accounted of God worthy to receive. And by giving heed and doing these things which ye have received, and which ye shall hereafter receive, and the kingdom is given you of the Father, and power to overcome all things which are not ordained of him. And behold, verily I say unto you, Blessed are you who are now hearing these words of mine from the mouth of my servant, for your sins are forgiven you. Let my servant Joseph Wakefield, in whom I am well pleased, and my servant Parley P. Pratt go forth among the churches and strengthen them by the word of exhortation. And also my servant John Corrill, or as many of my servants as are ordained unto this office, and let them labor in the vineyard, and let no man hinder them doing that which I have pointed unto them. Wherefore, in this thing my servant Edward Partridge is not justified. Nevertheless, let him repent, and he shall be forgiven. Behold, ye are little children, and ye cannot bear all things now. Ye must grow in grace and in the knowledge of the truth. Fear not, little children, for you are mine, and I have overcome the world, and you are of them that my Father hath given me. And none of them that my Father hath given me shall be lost, and the Father and I are one. I am in the Father, and the Father in me, and inasmuch as ye have received me, ye are in me, and I in you. Wherefore, I am in your midst, and I am the good shepherd and the stone of Israel. He that buildeth upon this rock shall never fall. And the day cometh that you shall hear my voice and see me, and know that I am. Watch, therefore, that ye may be ready. Even so, amen. That's the end of section 50. Now, section 52, verses 14 through 19. And again I will give unto you a pattern in all things, that ye may not be deceived. For Satan is abroad in the land, and he goeth forth deceiving the nations. Wherefore, he that prayeth, whose spirit is contrite, the same is accepted of me, if he obey mine ordinances. He that speaketh, whose spirit is contrite, whose language is meek and edifieth, the same is of God, if he obey mine ordinances. And again, he that trembleth under my power shall be made strong, and shall bring forth fruits of praise and wisdom, according to the revelations and truths which I have given you. And again, he that is overcome and bringeth not forth fruits, even according to this pattern, is not of me. Wherefore, by this pattern ye shall know the spirits in all cases under the whole heavens. That was the end of section 52, verses 14 through 19. Now the reading assignment is from Our Heritage, Page 36, and this passage is from under the heading, Exodus from Kirtland. The building of the temple brought many blessings, 
But in 1837 and 1838, faithful saints also faced problems caused by apostasy and persecution, which hastened the end of the church era in Kirtland. The United States was suffering a financial depression and the church felt the effects. Some members became caught up in rampant speculation and debt and did not spiritually survive a dark time of economic collapse, including the collapse of the Kirtland Safety Society. This banking institution had been established by church members in Kirtland and some members incorrectly blamed Joseph Smith for the problems associated with it. Organized persecution and violent mob action came from residents of the local community and from bitter members who had been excommunicated or had apostatized from the church. As the violence against the saints and their leaders escalated, it became unsafe for them to remain in Kirtland the prophet, whose life was in grave danger, fled Kirtland in January of 1838 for far west Missouri. During 1838, most of the faithful saints were also forced to leave. They left behind a monument of faith, consecration, and sacrifice in the temple built to God. In the example of their lives, they also left a permanent heritage of faithful obedience to the Lord's anointed leaders and personal sacrifice in the work of the Lord. That ends the passage from Our Heritage. And now for the scripture chain, titled, Recognizing and Avoiding Individual Apostasy. First, from 2 Nephi chapter 28, verses 20, through 22. For behold, at that day shall he rage in the heart of the children of men, and stir them up to anger against that which is good. And others will he pacify, and lull them away into carnal security, that they will say, All is well in Zion. Yea, Zion prospereth. All is well. And thus the devil cheateth their souls, and leadeth them away carefully down to hell. And behold, others he flattereth away, and telleth them there is no hell. And he saith unto them, I am no devil, for there is none. And thus he whispereth in their ears, until he grasps them with his awful chains, from whence there is no deliverance. Doctrine and Covenants, Section 6, Verses 4 through 6. Yea, whosoever will thrust in his sickle and reap, the same is called of God. Therefore, if you will ask of me, you shall receive, and if you will knock, it shall be opened unto you. Now, as you have asked, behold, I say unto you, Keep my commandments, and seek to bring forth and establish the cause of Zion. Section 10, verse 26. And thus he flattereth them, and leadeth them along until he draggeth their souls down to hell. 
and thus he causeth them to catch themselves in their own snare. Section 84, verse 54 And your minds in time past have been darkened because of unbelief, and because you have treated lightly the things you have received. Section 93, verse 39 And that wicked one cometh, and taketh away light and truth, through disobedience from the children of men, and because of the tradition of their fathers. Section 121, verse 37 that they may be conferred upon us, it is true, but when we undertake to cover our sins or to gratify our pride, our vain ambition, or to exercise control or dominion or compulsion upon the souls of the children of men in any degree of unrighteousness, behold, the heavens withdraw themselves, the Spirit of the Lord is grieved, and when it is withdrawn, amen to the priesthood or the authority of that man. That ends the scripture chain for this episode, recognizing and avoiding individual apostasy. That also ends this episode of LDS Gospel Podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you've listened this far, please consider making a donation. Remember, we're only asking for a nominal donation of $1 a month or up to $5 a month. This has been Kirk Strickland reading Lesson 24 from Gospel Doctrine Sunday School Class. Be not deceived, but continue in steadfastness. Thanks again for listening to LDS Gospel Podcast, Sound Access to the Spirit.